Hey guys, welcome to 80s Babies and the Great Cinematic Debate, the podcast where we rewatch and obsess over the movies that we loved as kids, the movies that we maybe didn't love as kids, but the movies that ultimately shaped our generation as kids growing up in the late 80s and early 90s. I'm your host, Sam, and I'm joined today by Charlie. What's up, Charlie? Number two! Number two! What's up? <laughs> I'm you gotta man. stop being so gleeful about that. I can't help it, man. I can't. My day is fun. Okay, so our third guest today is Lynn, and she looks puzzled. What you don't know is that <laughs> this is our 17th, 18th episode, and I am always the third to be mentioned. Chris is always number two. She's not here right now. So it's, I'm joined by always by Charlie, and that's number two. Okay. Congratulations, Charlie. Typically, it's, I'm joined always by Krista. What's up, girl? Hey. And then there's Charlie, the third wheel. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And let's just say it, the masculine energy, and that's never a good sign for Charlie, okay? Because that's a lot for me to have to, like, deal with, you know? A lot of pressure. So, any, so two things. <laughs> wow, I'm really honored to be number three today. You really built that up for me. Yeah. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, you third wheel bitch. <laughs> Thanks. So Krista is still in Alaska. We miss her a lot. Hi, Krista. Hi, Krista. Hi. But we are so lucky to be joined today by Lynn. Lynn, welcome. Thank We're you. We're so happy to have you. So excited Sloboda. to be here. Gracias. De nada. I know Spanish. Look at that. Olé. Great accent. Olé. Um, well, Charlie here. Today to talk to you about Steve Irwin's first movie. We got a documentary here based on his life story uh, done by uh, Disney, yeah? And I'm joined here by my two Sheilas here. Good day, mate. Good on you. Good on you. Hello. Hello. Good day, <laughs> and what movie did we have uh, finding our great outback adventure? Today we watched The Rescue is Down Under. The Down Under. Oh, Down Under. Down Under. <laughs> I love it. It's going to be one of the most annoying podcasts to date. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, I got that. accents on my mind. Oh, good. Oh, Lord, let us not. Is you didn't really totally do an Australian accent, but you were very close. And we I'm were not super good. Proud of you. I'm really not good. I'll do <laughs> my best. But near the end, you fell off. It'll blend into South African to uh, English accent. I mean, I do what I can, though. I res- I want to master an Australian accent so bad. I don't know what it is. I just want to be able to talk like an Australian. She wants you know? to date an Australian and through osmosis alone be able to have that Australian accent. That is her goal. I don't know if you know I'm how science works. So I can speak Australian. They speak English, so she well, just wants like, the inflections. You know. mm-hmm. That's that's a good goal. I mean it's They're scientifically vocab. proven. You can't prove it won't work, so yeah. well I could I could very easily experiment. prove that doesn't work. I mean <laughs> Although I have slept with quite a few Jewish boys, and I am stingy with money. Is that Teresa? Oh my god! Are we here to talk about a movie? Okay, fine. We we watched uh, the Rescue is Down Under. Uh, It was made in 1990. Mm -hmm. It was a Disney film. I saw. I watched it on Netflix. What Mm -hmm. up, Netflix? And the little shout out, (laughs) shout out to Netflix. He's listening. My boo. I love Netflix. The year popped up on the movie, and I had to stop the movie and, like, IMDb it. Because I was like, that's wrong. Netflix is wrong. There's no way this movie came out in 1990. Mm-hmm. After The Little Mermaid, this is part of the Disney Renaissance. That is surprising. That's mind-blowing. What year was The Little Mermaid out? 89. Oh, what? no shit. Yeah, so this movie is part of the Disney Renaissance, and people always forget. I never because forget. It's I not- love this movie. Well, it's like the least successful of the Renaissance movies, and it's not a musical. That's heartbreaking. Um, I don't mind the not musical part. Did you know that 1977 was when the first one came out? 
The Rescuers? That's yeah, the Rescuers. Okay, yeah. That is a really interesting fact. Did you know that this is the 29th Disney movie? <laughs> I am so proud of you. Do you know that this is... Okay, listeners, oh God, no, pause. Oh listeners, God. I want you to know that my friend Lynn here, when she learned this amazing fact that it was the 29th Disney film ever made, she looked excited. She looked like, oh, that's an interesting knowledge. Why? Because that's an interesting fact to know. Now, what Lynn doesn't know is that these bitches called me out because I was so excited that Lion King was the 31st... Second... Oh, oh no. Okay. You <laughs> but whatever. It was like the 32nd or 31st movie ever made by Disney. I was like, really? I would think it'd be like the 100th and 8th because it's such it's been around so long. You know what I mean? But they're like, that's a worse fact. Don't ever bring that up. And lo and behold, here's little Miss Samantha. I was this... making fun of you. I don't actually know if it's a 29th movie. I didn't oh, look I was it really up. excited. <laughs> what a build up. Oh, this podcast. Krista Whoa. would get it. Krista <laughs> would get it. Well, pour it out. Bitch is gone right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I so, have listened to your podcast, so I do know what you're referring to. Right. About the 30th. So when we open with this credits... It reminded me, I love the graphics, how you're like zooming past all the fun. greens. It was super exciting, right? This because is the first movie that is completely, animated movie that's completely digitized. Like it's hand-drawn animation, but everything is filled in like colors and like everything was put together. Is that why sometimes you would see the moving parts would look more cartoon than the back? Yeah. Okay, I noticed and that. And like that's... The zooming in scene, I really noticed it. Like, the flowers just looked more computery than... It was such a cool opening, though. It was fun. I, yeah. It's like a it's ride. Like, I remember when that first came out, and it's like, the dramatic music, and, like, you were just, like, flying through this business in this huge art way you walked through. It was like, okay, what's happening fucking next? This is great. Yeah. I got excited. I'm not gonna lie. I turtle-headed a little bit, but... It uh, was fun. Oh, my God. It was fun. I enjoyed it, too, surprisingly. Super good movie. So it brings us. I mean, that opening sequence. I did like the movie. Well, don't like ruin everything for the future. <laughs> <laughs> so we join our friends, this little um, Steve Irwin Jr., and he Daddy. talks to animals. Yeah, he like runs out of the house. Like he sneaks out. Okay, if you're a city kid, could you imagine sneaking out of the house before you tell your parent that you're actually leaving? That the cops would be called. My child is missing, and I live in downtown Minneapolis or downtown LA. Well, he doesn't live in downtown LA. Though. Yeah, I he mean, I left like the house. My parents Australia. didn't like keep that. a tally every time I walked out the door. My mom yeah. wanted to know. No, I was in the country, and like his age. Mile- yes, we'd be miles away from the house, and that was like mm, ten okay, years. Okay, you're my country because I lived in the country too. So I get that's a different world. Mm-hmm. But like, could you imagine, like, as a city kid, Sam Van Sant? You didn't think that was a little odd that he was just gone all day? No, I would he do that. He literally got ate by alligators. I would do that. We would, like, go did. to the playground, walk to the grocery store and get treats. That was not a thing. Same. I guess I did that, too, but there's and, not I mean, wild it's... animals that want to kill you. No, what there's I thought... murderers and rapists. You can't rape the willing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was absolutely disturbing. <laughs> it really was. I'm really glad this is, like, a non-visual thing for the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking... Whatever. I handled electric all over this place. What was disturbing about it is... He runs out the door and, like, just acts so nonchalant about it, but is on a mission. And all these, like, he's tapping on the wood to get the frogs to come out. I don't even know who he's talking to. And the kangaroos run out and, like, 
oh, you're here. Like, he's up top on the cliff. Right. So he's, like, calling up. Like, he's on an important mission. All these animals are coming to help him. I'm like, why? He doesn't know the mission yet. Yeah. He just knows that there's animals in trouble. This is my thing. All these animals with wings and things could fly up there and peck through them like ropes. But they need a child to scale up, what, 15 stories at least? That was a really high straight up cliff. I was, like, scared for him. There's no way. There's no way that little fucker. Not actually scared for him because he's a cartoon, but, like, in real life. No, there's no way. What if the animals wanted the kid to die, and that's where, like, yeah, go up there. Well, I feel like that's, that's his thing I that he does. Was he like happen. No, see, I feel like his that's his what he does. He gets up, he goes and checks the animals, and like, what can I do with them today? And today's mission happened to be the bird. This isn't a farm, though. It's the great Australian outback there. But it's his backyard. <laughs> it is the backyard. It's his backyard. It's the outback's yard. It is sure is there. That so a, that's well, it but went British. It went British a little bit. I didn't <laughs> want to say it. I already knew. But what but if like the Admiral bird Akbar didn't him? know him because he like finally makes it to the top of the cliff and is the bird scared of him and the bird like straight up almost kills him. Yeah, but he knew the like the ground animals that he goes and sees every day. Yeah. That doesn't mean he knows is supposed to know the bird. And also, did we notice that the eagle doesn't talk? The eagle doesn't talk. I know. Do you yeah, think that means and like extremely one autistic? other animal. Do you remember the other one that doesn't talk? Yes, I do. The pink cranes that are flying in the sky. Uh, that's well, not I think what I was they were thinking. just being rude to the bird. I don't because they were squawking. Oh, okay. Mm. And Joanna doesn't really talk. Joanna doesn't talk. She just like gargles and growls or whatever. Do you I think, think it's because of severe to... autism? Oh. Um, deep. Oh deep. Oh my god! I well, I love Joanna. I love Joanna. I, I love like, the Golden Eagle. I'm not trying to say they're bad. I'm just saying maybe that's why they don't talk. They're I feel just like they're opposite up. spectrums. Like, I think that Joanna is like the dog. She's a pet. <laughs> okay. She acts like a dog. She has like dog, dog traits. Mm-hmm. Totally. And the bird is like a regal bird. And if you're regal, you don't talk, right? It's like Apparently the Disney not. paradox. It's like, why does Goofy wear pants and talk and Pluto barks and like wears a collar? Yeah, there's no rules. What is Goofy hiding under those clothes? What is he hiding? Yeah, I got real deep. <laughs> I got real deep. It got hardcore. Well, it's like Donald Duck wears a shirt but no pants. It's kind of fucking bad. I know, but when he gets out of the shower, he has a towel. I know. Okay, Chandler. I know. I saw it. <laughs> oh well. I was like, this is just fitting in perfectly. That's from my favorite episode of Friends. Well, so. I love Friends. Any hoozles. <laughs> Any hoozles. <laughs> so then he saves the bird, and he gets to go on a really cool flight. That bird is terrifyingly which, big. Yes, and also when he like the bird saves him and is happy, but he doesn't like set him down. He takes him, and they're on like a really like long cool ride. long ride. It's cool, but it's long, and I was like nervous. Like I think the bird's just like actually just kidnapping him. Nah, and he doesn't see the get love it. in the eye. Okay, and well you saw. It. And then he pulls him up to his house. Like he could be, he could get sacrificed to those babies. I thought something was up with. The I bird. thought he was trying to kill him and suffocate him because of the altitude that if they flew to, he would not be able to breathe right. up there. So what if he tried to kill it and then eat it later? And then it was like, okay, well he's not going to die, so I guess I'll just take him home. We don't really know the bird's true intentions because it never said anything. And that scene where... And it acted a little weird. The eagle... What is it? Har- Haratu? Maruhote. 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 And Such him... Such a great name for a bird. I love it. Oh, my God. They act like Buckbeak in Harry Potter. 
Uh, that whole scene, I'm like, oh my god, this is Harry Potter land. He is such a hippogriff. Total hippogriff. Oh my god, I don't know what to speak, nerd. What? This is... <laughs> it's a hippogriff. Okay. And it's, uh, his name is Buckbeak, mm-hmm. and he was Harry Potter's friend, and he trusted Harry Potter, and they went on the exact same ride, pretty much, that they went on in this uh, movie. And, and they even to the water skiing scene was like... The Harry Potter and the Hippogriff. But this um, came first. So Harry did. Potter, shame on you. Shame on you, Danny Radcliffe. I would still look at you naked. Ooh, plus Neville Lamb. Wait, is Radcliffe an Australian too? No, he's oh, English. That'd be exciting. No. Have you seen... And also, Daniel ne- Radcliffe didn't write Harry Potter. Neville Longbottom's <laughs> photo shoot I knew that. for the underwear? Yes. Yes. Motherfucker can get it. Neville oh grew my God. up. Let's that. was say a few that. years back already now. I have no idea, but I just saw it the other day, and I am happy I did. It <laughs> was so good. Like, Neville, if you weren't a bottom, we could probably hang out. Oh, see what I did there? <laughs> see what I did? That's a gay joke. Is that a cheers thing? And it was like, boom. Oh, I get it. I get it. I'm a little slow. It's fine. <laughs> so the bird doesn't capture him, but the bad guy does. How did I don't because remember. they go back to the the um, nest mm-hmm. and the bird um, flies okay. him out. They have, I thought the bird was just gonna leave him there. He's like, okay, I'm. So gonna... did I. That's why I thought the bird was like a creeper because he's just like you're mine now. But at the same time, that motherfucker was able to climb up there no problem before, so I'm sure he'd be no problem for him. Apparently, this guy's Jesus. Well, he took him to a safe place. That's fair, but it's his nest. Which but he is doesn't the have nowhere. any like human food. Right, Wait, so like, that's why he's like throws up and forces the kid to eat the vomit. Could you imagine like vomit worms? And <laughs> how did the bird get stuck under those ropes the first time? Right, like the, the second time we see the trap. But happen, the poacher didn't know where he was. That's not true. The poacher didn't know where he was. And he was like on the edge of a cliff with ropes like dug into the ground. Like, did he crawl under those ropes and get? Stuck? I never like, thought of that. What, what an happened? idiot! I didn't There's think nothing of that either. That is a very guys, interesting point. He's autistic. <laughs> the bird. No, no the dog is Joanna. Oh, Joanna. <laughs> <laughs> Joanna. Marahute is the bird. Right. Joanna's the like lizard. But yeah, we're talking about why. Why Matis Yahoo is underneath those ropes. Yeah, he's how trying did he to get fun. under there? He was trying to have fun because he's special and he just got stuck. He was trying to Christian Grey somebody. S and M was bad. Stupid. Nah, 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 nah. Come on. That was Rihanna. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll sign CDs later. Okay. So he gets um, and then Matis Yahoo lets him free and. <laughs> He sees a mouse in struggle, and then he tries to help out the mouse. And that is when he falls into the trap where the light goes yes. off. And that's when the poach is like, Which oh, is there's something scary. in there. He gets He's hardcore kidnapped. Tech. Let's talk about how, is He's there electricity little baby in the middle of nowhere? It's the Australian outback. It's not the middle of nowhere. I mean, Australia, Sydney is beautifully That's cultured. not in the outback. I'm saying there's. he can go purchase them at like army surplus stores and shit like that, I'm sure. I just want to know how the beeper's I think he's triggered. in the outback. I think he's like... Oh, like, I like found the beeper interesting. Maybe? I yeah. was like, hmm, how, are you, how is he being alerted? Well played, Disney. Thank well you. played. <laughs> I'll part of this one for quite a bit with my little glass of Porto Sherry. <laughs> Fucking queer. Um... Yeah, I was. I never noticed that the, there was a beeper in there too. I thought I thought it was just checking his traps. But yeah, who's beeping him? The when he, when fell, he in. fell in, it was set off the trigger and it said, it's, oh, that, that. You gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah." And then Joanna says nothing again because <laughs> she's Joanna. like a puppy dog. Knocks I love Joanna though. She's so I love expressive. immediately the poacher's like, 
Oh, Joanna, you've been digging holes again? Oh, sorry, kid. I don't know why there's a hole here. You're poaching. Nah, my lizard digs. <laughs> my lizard digs. That's pretty much what he said. Yeah. It's a good excuse. That lizard does have claws. I mean, to be Shucks. fair, a lot of kids are dumb. He just happened to find an environmentalist. Speaking of claws, it reminds me when he's the bird um Marahute is like carrying him around on this adventure and he like tickles him with his talons mm-hmm. that so would weird. slice him open <laughs> yeah. like I thought I was watching right, that that's what be like I'm telling you I thought the bird was like a little weird he's trying to kill him he's trapping him in his house he's keeping him he's a little clingy you have completely changed my like those eggs we never saw those eggs hatch those could have been dead a long time and it's like one of those creeper moms like looking for new babies it could be. <laughs> no, we, never we heard the match at the very end. We heard remember. them. Oh. We didn't Scott see was them. sitting on them. We're led to believe allegedly they hatch. <laughs> and you're telling me Wilbur doesn't do mushrooms or something? <laughs> Wilbur. <laughs> you know, I had another theory about why this eagle didn't talk. What okay. if they didn't want to pay for the royalties for the eagle to get paid? Because the more lines you have, the more you get paid. Cheap fucking Disney. You're Disney. We're all at the stops. Pay the eagle. To I don't talk. think that's it. They have either. like. I feel like it's the regal thing. Yeah. The I mean, thing. you just like nice that word. Try, I said it. I do like the word regal. No, I think Disney's cheap. It's like, you know what, Joanna and Eagle, even though you're one of the main characters and every other fucking animal talks, we can't afford to give you lines today. We got they this little want... mouse over here and he can say all this and that and the cockroach waiter will feed him today and tomorrow. But the main characters, you're going to be starving. What about those babies? That's probably why the babies died because she can't afford it. Oh, Charlie it. thinks that who framed Roger Rabbit is like a true story and that there really are tunes walking around. Aren't there? Kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I just said one time that I would make out with a cartoon because I want to know what it feels like. And, and when the bird can't get extra lines, so they can't. That's why he can't talk because he would get paid more. I mean, it's. I'm sure that's exactly what they thought that day in production meeting. He probably just gets paid in feathers. He looks dumb. In feathers? Yeah, yeah, they're shiny. Be happy and go. Did you see those feathers? They shined like gold. He was decorating his own nest with his own feathers. They probably just plucked him and said, here, we'll give you these. <laughs> if you star in our movies. Jesus Christ, this is getting very <laughs> Milo notice. <laughs> oh my God. So Milo then the little mouse alerts the Russian underground or whatever. Mm-hmm. When Which... I said Russian. <laughs> I want to say the Australian. The you did say Russian. You did. Yeah, that was weird. It is weird. The uh, Australian call police back to Anastasia. are awful at their jobs. The Rangers? Yeah, because this guy has this massive truck that mows everything down, and you can see the smoke for miles around of where it actually is at. They have but no there's reason. There's not a lot of people out there. Do you know but there's how signs large? everywhere for him out there, remember? Yeah. But true. still, do you know how large the outback is in realistic like it's Australia. Big. Right, but there was signs with his name up, so clearly there was somebody looking in the area. And all they would have to do yeah, is one think helicopter. About that. You're right. Day. I mean, we didn't see one ranger. It'd been nice to be like, real, real. Oh, there goes one. Right? Like, if, if the assistant just kicks him, shut up, you little faggot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Things got weird there, Charlie. It's a hard F. It's a hard F. So it's up to the mice to save this little kid. So that seems kind of cool. It goes to the Marshall Islands in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. They like have their system set up. They are prepared for the kidnapping of a child in the outback. They were totally prepared for that. It's like it happens every day. 
And <laughs> it's like when there's a murder in LA. Oh well, it's LA. <laughs> well, at least some mice in Australia will come solve the mystery, you know. From New York, at least some Americans will go save the day when a foreigner gets in trouble. This got real, real. No, Ooh. I actually wondered why did it have to go all the way to New York? Like, why didn't they just send out the message to like their out other it's, Outbackians? It's an that's American, what I thought too. It's an American. Like movie. the we got to be in there. Everywhere. The Australian kangaroo mouse. Mm. He seemed purple, perfectly capable. He was of slightly Jake? attractive. Am what I a weird in saying Jake? that? <laughs> oh, he! If he was real, he would be hot for sure. Yeah, it's totally. the accent. Thank you man. for having me back up because until you, you started saying something, the judgment in the twinkle of Sam's eye over me saying that you know that mouse had it going on. I can't talk. I, I said the Avatar guy was hot. Ooh, Sam Which Worthington one? as an Avatar. Mm, oh, mm-hmm. that's the Avatar part. No. Yeah. It's like Sam. I think Jake's hotter. <laughs> <laughs> I like my men a little taller. And that's why furries have a job. (laughs) And it's funny, I actually prefer hair. Anyways. (laughs) It's that that accent, though. Mm, Gets you every time. It is. Good on you, mate. Good day, mate. It's about time that we saw our accents up there again. Eh, Sheila's? Shayla's? I think our viewers at home are going, please, God, no. (laughs) (laughs) At least, Danny. I do want to say one thing. Did you guys notice, like, with all the, like, the little mice and all the details, of like the cork chairs and like they had little match levers and thumbbells. Mm-hmm. For like I the love how holder. innovative they are with trash. Oh, so cute! The borrowers like, were too. They were pretty legit on it. I feel like they could give them run, run for the money. And have you ever read the book Stuart Little? Yes. Very creative. Mouse. Right. That's what like when I was a little kid, I looked at trash differently. <laughs> because of, like, like we're seeing all these movies where they do great things with it. Totally. So, like just when you thought trash didn't have an advocate, here comes Sam. <laughs> oh, I see the advocates too, just walking to work, man. Every day we're in our backyard. Not that I like dig through the trash. I'm not a weird so. kid. Good save. Like... Good save. <laughs> but I would like before my mom threw away a cereal box. I'm like, oh, I could use that for something. Mm-hmm. Good thing I did not grow up in. Could you order. imagine <laughs> Silverman Stout not would not could not take the garbage out? Huh? Sylvia Cynthia Silverman Stout would not could not take the garbage out. Shell Silverstein. I just read that on your table yesterday. It's a pretty good table. Yeah, it's one of my favorite poems by him. Mm-hmm. It's a good one because she didn't want to throw anything away. So they get to the Mouse United Nations in New York, who they're the only ones that can solve international problems, I of guess. Course. And, of course, the American delegates are not there. And the Lady Mouse, what is country Bianca. she from? Hungary. Miss Bianca. So they're on a super fancy date. Mm-hmm. Rude. They should be working. Other people are straight out of bed, which looks lazy. You can't get a beeper. Um, I love how they say, this is my partner, Bianca. This is my partner. It's like they're an old gay couple. And they can't come out of the closet like, this is my partner. This I'm like, oh my god, you guys are like boy and girl and you're mice. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Just say it. You're dating. It's fine. I think it was pretty clear that they were dating. He was going to... Their partner, partner, partner. Propose. Like, But there was no, this is my girlfriend, mouse friend. But their relationship were... was really weird because they were dating. And they were together. And he was about to propose to her. That's the first scene we see he wants to propose. But he's so scared about it, and he takes the back seat all the time. Like, when she meets the Australian mouse, um, he just, like, lets it happen. He's not confident about it. He thinks, like... Not confident or has knows when it's his time? You thought he thought that? Yeah. we could, Well, I mean, obviously he was sad. 
But I yeah. think he knew she, she loved him enough. And if not, I don't want to be married Good to that bitch then. anyways, you know? You know what? All right, you're right. Thanks. Well, I mean, I don't know about right, but could be. I think she's a slur using her womanly goods to get whatever she wants. She had a that good accent, too. That could be, too. She would, she would awesome. be a pretty lady if cool she like was that. a woman. She'd be a pretty lady. Yeah. She was classy. Like she wears mm. fur, and she's a mouse. Like Jackie O. And she's a mouse. This bitch don't give a fuck. She's like, this is my Aunt Sheila. But she was pink. We had a pink one in the family, so we stuffed that shit. <laughs> and now we all wear. Now we all. Darling, now we all wear. It's real mink. <laughs> she's like a Jackie O mouse. Absolutely. I loved the restaurant. The restaurant was super cute. Oh, pea soup. Um, <laughs> it was a little disturbing to me that the cockroaches are waiters and they go around the restaurant, like the actual restaurant with people and steal food and bring it to their restaurant. I love that. But I wish I, we had that. How cute. At least they're like clean and they're serving and like they have their own little deal. And then the food doesn't go to waste. It drops on the floor. Well, it made me... I worked at a restaurant in Times Square, New York City, for a long time, and we saw cockroaches from time to time, and from time to time, I mean all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, how big? Um, there are some big ones. There oh. are some little ones, like upstairs, the mat, you'd pick it up, and they'd scatter. Oh, oh my God, oh, I'm grossed out thinking about it. Um, but, like, some of them would, yeah, it was terrifying. But, like, it's a little more comforting to know that they were just running around, like, trying to get Work. food for their own customers. Right. And oh. They were just, like, living the day-to-day, like day, you know? Right. Absolutely. <laughs> right. They weren't. They were just trying to live, you know? And let live. <laughs> they were serving live. the little mice customers upstairs. Pea soup. That was so <laughs> cute. That was so cute. That pea would have made so much soup. They only made it one did. bowl of it. No, they, they, they made a few. Either. Yeah, he did a ladle. Mm-hmm. The whole table had it. The yeah. whole table. I mean, the whole restaurant. Well, they're I lucky know. they found a pee because I mean that means they put their order in. Do you think they just sit there and be like, "Okay, whenever you're ready to serve us, we're ready for whatever falls on the floor." No, it must be a cool restaurant. You just sit down and like you don't know what you're gonna eat. It's whatever, whatever arrives. That sounds like a nightmare. To you me. don't know when you're gonna eat and you don't know what. Right. And you don't know how dirty it's going to be. <laughs> God, that sounds like K-Town. <laughs> That's so gross. We should start that restaurant. We'll call it whatever. Right. <laughs> that sounds awful. Like, who would go there? I mean, come go there. Yeah, absolutely. Mice would go there for sure. And I love that, like, when they finally get the waiter, the little cockroach is the person to tell them the news that their high secret job. Why is a waiter telling them this? You know what I mean? Like, why isn't he passing an envelope? Maybe he got a call on a big red phone. Like, we don't know. We didn't see it. Yeah, at the restaurant, they just have a big red phone. He should have ran a little faster. He has a lot of legs. He could have done it. (laughs) They should have ran out of there, but they just, like, strolled. Sauntered. I think the sauntered word works out. You know, and they marched on stage and said, we're so happy to announce that we're going to take the case in Australia. Like, why are you holding a press conference? Go fucking do it mm-hmm. and hold the press conference after you do it. Like, True look that, what I sister. found. Right. Steve Irwin. True like, that, Shayla. You're wasting time and you look like an idiot if it fails. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. But I mean, you're dead if it fails, so. They could have made it out alive. You can't look that They stupid. didn't look like they were going to risk their own lives to save some little kid. Zaza was going to, I feel like, Bianca. 
I feel like I she would have. I don't feel like he would unless she did. Bernard would too. He really rolled his sleeves up at the end. Bernard really saved because the Bianca day though. Because Bianca was in trouble. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because of the boy. It was because Bianca was in trouble. That motherfucker just wants poontang. So what does that say about the U.S.? Because he was the driving US force mouse. of every man in the nation. Poontang. Uh, okay, well, let me rephrase. Here let me I rephrase. Every <laughs> every straight man. Every straight man. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> I was like, in my experience, I don't think about that at all. In fact, I get quite upset when I'm around one. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> So, anywho, enough about vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually not talking about vaginas at all. We're talking about vaginas. We were talking about penis. I wasn't. <laughs> you can edit stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. <laughs> That's so it's staying in. Oh, no. It stays in. Okay. Uh, and then we meet his little, their little bird friend, John Candy. They don't know him. They go to enlist... Uh, airplane. Wilbur. But they're mice. They don't have airplanes. They have birds. Remember, they go, we're going to go see our old friend, which is the bird from the first movie, but this is his cousin. Oh. That's why they went there. Yeah. Right. Levels. Do you know, I tried to find it. I tried to find out online. I didn't get a chance to actually find out, but I think it might have been one of John Candy's last voiceover movies he ever did. Because he was. Interesting. I, yeah, I don't know if that's true, but it's definitely one of the last ones. Why is in every single John Candy movie he does air something? Guitar, harmonica, drum set. Every movie he does air. Oh, he's uh, a bird. When we first meet him, he's doing an air guitar and he's rocking out to music and he's ignoring him. He almost steps on Bianca, remember? Oh, that's right. He's always doing it. No matter what movie, he just looks awesome playing an imaginary Why instrument. Why does he do that? He looks suave in it. I don't know. That's what he I'm saying. It's all the time. He wasn't actually the bird in this one. It's animated. But it's still him. That's interesting, though, yeah. Right? Like, that's totally. weird. I think I my favorite you. air Playing strains and automobiles? instrument he did was the polka band. Oh. He did the polka, clarinet. Polka, polka, polka. No? no? We're being... <laughs> well, I think like John Candy died. We're making Skokie. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. I'm alone. No to Skokie? I don't even know what you just said. The town. Oh, notice Koki? It's from the movie uh, Home Alone when he's in the polka bus and they're giving the mom a ride home. Yeah. Polka, polka, polka. And <laughs> she's no. like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's like, all right, well, we're big in Sheboygan. <laughs> so fucking funny. Oh, John Candy, pour one out. Pour one out. Pour one out to him. John Candy's great. This is when Chris is like, but we're talking about this movie, right? Oh, <laughs> hi, yeah. Krista. I know. You're pour here. Out, She's pour here. Out. Hey, Krista. So they finally convinced this weirdo to leave immediately because all of a sudden a little boy is in trouble. Okay, first of all, how many little boys would run and save a bird? None. They would shoot it with a pellet gun. But this well, bird's but like, this let's go help. this little kid saves animals. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know that. But, like, I feel like that's why all these animals are sticking their neck out for him because he's a animal saver. They're like a, they're little like, they're a friends group, colony, community. They're like they've yeah. built a relationship, kinship. No, I'm sorry. They live in New York. This kid lives in Australia. I get that. I mean, it's it's real shaky. I feel like that's the only explanation that could be had of why they would cross, like, the world to go save this little kid, and they couldn't just say like, hey, you guys are closer. How about you guys go do it? Right. Yeah. Also, because they're just taking their sweet-ass time. Like, meanwhile, he's kidnapped somewhere. He could be getting tortured, which he was. How long was do you think it was with the kidnapper? Because it would take, a, it takes at least, if you're on a straight flight from Australia to New York, 
that's probably at least a 10-hour flight minimum, I would think. Yeah, yeah, but he spent a lot of time in that cage. It could definitely a lot of time could have gone by. Oh, and also, you know what? New York's ahead of us. They go back, so they gain 12 hours. Touche. So they go back in time, so. Mm-hmm. What? I mean, that doesn't mean that the time itself is nuts. I mean, it so still they moves really, forward. So they, like, get there right when he gets kidnapped. But here's the thing on why mm-hmm. they, why they, why <laughs> they went to any sense at all. Why mm-hmm. they went to New York and why they got Bianca and Bernard. Because maybe they were the, literally, like, the best mouse detectives. They've always solved every kidnapping case. Like, there's... We have to be led to believe there's a reason those two were chosen. They saved yeah. the first little girl. They did a great job from the with swamp. That. See, there, there's exactly. that evil villain was so awesome. I loved her. And then her big old saggy titties. I know, thirteen years to get a sequel. I hope The Incredibles does that too. This was the first mm. sequel for Disney, and it did so really? poorly that they didn't do theatrical releases for sequels anymore. No really? kidding, huh? Mm-hmm. That's sad. This movie's so good. It really did. It developed I later. I liked it. I feel like I it liked wasn't it a whole popular lot. in the beginning. I mean, I definitely didn't see it in a theater. Probably not. I don't remember it. And I didn't own it, but I watched it. I liked it. It's a shorter movie. We, mm-hmm. It was hour. only like an hour and 20. Hour and 10. Hour and 10, yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved the lizard with the floop floop around his head. My favorite. I can't Frank. remember his name. Frank. He reminded me of the uh, the lizard from Alice Jurassic in Wonderland. Jurassic Park. Oh, oh, almost the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward. So. He, he reminds me of the dinosaur that kills uh, Newman. <laughs> the spitter. Yeah. It's such unladylike. <laughs> okay, speaking of like how we um, we jump to like the cages and Frank and all that, like on the way they're talking about poaching and he, like when he's t- taking the kid away, he's like. I'll turn you into this and I'll skin you alive and all these things. As a child, I didn't even know what poaching was. I was like, this isn't even. Yeah. And today I was like, I knew. He's going to make like like a terrible Silence of the Lambs reference is what came to head. Lampshade. Like, yeah, like yeah. just terrible things. It's, it's like, like oh my God, yeah. Right. I mean, like, I know oh. it's normal, but the way they approach it in this movie, you're friends with these people. People. They're like anthropomorphic. So you relate to them. And so you really see, like, exactly what's going on. Like, little Frank, funny Frank, is going to be a purse. Mm-hmm. And it's real disturbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he <laughs> fucks him up at time. I grew up hunting, though. Like, I knew what poaching was because that's out of mm-hmm. season hunting. I didn't. I should have known what it was, but I didn't. But I did. it did hit home with Frank. And I was like, wait a minute, a purse? I don't understand. Everybody's going to fold into a purse. I don't get it. Like, I don't think I really understood as a kid. They're yeah. going to skin you, like, right. not necessarily alive, whatever. They're still going to take all your skin off. Make you yeah, literally it's into so a purse. Gross. Uh, yeah, I can't wear fur. It's I'm morbid. not like Bianca. Disney. Wow. I'm not like Bianca, who don't give a fuck. That girl, <laughs> she's just like, I got a mink, baby. I got a hat too. Made out of the same shit. This is this asshole. She sure does. I'm a hat bitch. But too. like for real, though, they take their sweet ass time getting to Australia. Hmm. Um, and then they get there, and Wilbur is super hurt. So they like hang. They like take the time to pause and bring him to a hospital. Why does he need a landing pad? He's a bird. That's what I was wondering. <sighs> I did as well. Because he can fly up to that little crevice where their eggs are, no problem. And that's like in a cliff. That's no landing pad needed. Yeah. I'm sorry, Disney, but I call your bluff. Well, and they're that- not like planes where they need to like descent. Really, right. like they're birds. They're like used to like plopping around and like doing their thing. It was you know? a fun scene, respectfully. It was, was a way to meet Jake. That's how. The way that yeah. meets Jake is yeah. for him to like do like a weird strip tease for us. 
<laughs> this is getting That's weird. Kind of he already this is wasn't weird. wearing pants. So <laughs> I heard up halfway there. That's in the third movie, Rescued Down Under. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> right from the hip and everything. So they finally get there, and obviously Bianca is stealing the show with this dude, and he wants it hard. And yeah. Wilbur, he... what's his name? Shit. Bernard. 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 <laughs> he just stands by and lets it happen. Kind yeah. of a bitch. Because he's got low self-esteem because he's a portly gentleman. I'm guessing. I'm probably projecting. It's fine. I thought that too, <laughs> but then I'm like, but they're mice, so like that's just how they look, right? I don't know. There's oh, a skinny no, one. He's... There was a... Right. Jack-Jack is a skinny mouse. He's hardcore. He's a different Gus breed Gus of mouse. Gus got made fun of for being chubby. Gus Gus was a man beyond his years, and he is underappreciated for the amount of work he did, and he was awesome. I think Gus Gus is great. He's one of my favorites. Stole the show. Mm-hmm. Stole the show. Uh, this Gus is Gus. Cinderella. I was like, we're not talking. This is why Krista says to you guys, back to the movie. Okay. Okay. Krista, I got you, girl. I hope you feel better. Okay. This Back to the movie now. Oh, my God. We're back again. <laughs> So, Did you just watch that documentary, The Baxter Boys? Yeah, but I'm not going to discuss how Krista. awful it was. I'm it was sorry, so Krista. bad. Like those guys are just—they're so deep in the in that they're not. Like, the no, most I just got a text. I know this is side tracking. I got a text from Charlie's roommate saying, um, "We're watching the Baxter Boys documentary, and Charlie feels like he needs to harmonize every time they start every time." Singing. And I murdered them. I was so much better. It was sad. Like Don't say that, Brian. Oh Can't my god, it. we're back again. <laughs> Brother, seriously, let me hear you saying bow 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 bow. That was my beatboxing too. That wasn't like a recording of a noise. That was my bow 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 bow. Listeners, I just want you to know this has not been unplugged. Altered. No. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Of course not. Not with this <laughs> rawness. And we're talking bareback and like real. Yeah, death of autotune. Oh, so um, back to the movie. You're welcome, Krista. Mm-hmm. So when Jack kills, no, he doesn't kill. He captures. A snake. He enslaves a snake. I was trying to find the right word. Terrifying snake. Disgusting snake. Snakes are gross and should die. But go on. Mm. But he enslaves it. Like, at first, the snake is menacing and scary, and then he, like, whips that little shit into shape, and it's a bitch from that point on. And he turns around and says to Bernard, all you gotta do is, like, look him in the eye and tell him who's boss, and they'll do whatever you tell them. Like, that's creepy. Just like a bitch. Like, it's a good thing Bianca was taken, because that would have been a real fucked up relationship down the road. Mm But that's part of what makes Jake sexy. Okay, mess. he'll tell you what to do and where to put it. Exactly. Okay. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, what am I going to do with that tail, Jake? You tell me. Mm-hmm. And I like how Miss Bianca, like, plays it like, oh, you're strong and handsome. But she never really forgets about Bernard. I think that's great. Do you think yeah, she's using she him like, for a tour guide? I feel like she's playing dumb, kind of, because she acts like she doesn't realize Jack is flirting with her. But she totally knows, and mm-hmm. she's totally loving it, mm-hmm. but she's playing dumb. I got you, girl. I see what you're doing. She got some Classic. game going on. Who wouldn't want an Australian all, all over them, you know? I, right? This is getting weird. Okay. <laughs> you wouldn't want an Australian all over you? Yeah, just paint in my face. There's I'm the sorry, way. you said paint There's the face? way, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> 
my god, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> um, I'm glad that you couldn't see the gesture. I just did the Listeners at oh home, god, Charlie we... just did a very graphic. We have an explicit rating. Welcome to your explicit <laughs> bitches. We have an explicit rating in a blonde guest star. Guest, guest. What is Sam's pretty speaker. blonde too? Charlie's okay. a little blonde. Natural blonde. I am smart. What are you trying to say about Back us? Back to the movie. Stupid <laughs> <laughs> Back to the movie. So I love the scene where Cody is locked up in the room with all the animals. But it's a little fucked up because they they've all just been chained up there for like we don't know how long. Mm-hmm. And the koala bear, I don't know what his deal is. He's but depressed. he needs to like get it together. Mm-hmm. Because he's being rude to everybody. And really bring him around. I liked down. him. He was like Oscar the Grouch from Sesame Street. You gotta have one. Can I say it's that true, but... the poacher could probably have a really lucrative career as an improvist? Like when he's driving back and he starts improvising that song. Great. Home, home on the range. Actually, where I the animals that. are all tied up in chains. I was like, oh my god, is Willie Nelson here? This is amazing. <laughs> I actually thought to myself at that moment, too, like, that was clever. It was. I laughed. I chuckled. I, I chortled. It. You know, his um, improv on that song inspired the movie Home on the Range. Stop it. No. No. Okay. No, no. See, I'm blind. You guys stop. I was like, mm, that song is way old. <laughs> I mean, we all agree the mice hospital is terrifying as fuck. I love those nurses. They no. terrified the Shit They're out of me as a so kid. so scary. All of them. The, the doctor, doctor with the long awesome. nose and the little, like, nurse mice that all look exactly the same and have high, like, Minnie Mouse voices because it's the same actress. But, like, they're like, you got it, boss. Here you go. Is like, it really the same shoot. actress? Yeah. Loading a shotgun is a little scary. Loading a shotgun with needles. Yeah. Uh-huh. And could you imagine? I would probably faint. I would probably pass out with the idea of somebody shooting with a gun, a needle into my asshole. Right. And, like, I get, like, what they're going for. They're they're trying to make the kids laugh with him being ridiculous. Right. The kids relate because that's how they see the hospital. Like, you just being tortured. But, like, no, but really. Like, they're straight up trying to torture him, right? Like, we saw the outside of this truck. They're Mm -hmm. in the middle of nowhere. They're not getting customers except what... Homeboy Jack brings them. So, is it Jack or is it Jake? Exactly. Was it Jack? Jack? Jake. I don't know. Oh my gosh! What if it's Jack the whole time? The Australia mouse. We're really good at this. (laughs) (laughs) We're like in it to win it. You know what I mean? (laughs) But he's like not a good character because you see him right away trying to steal. I'm talking about the hot mouse that you guys are into. Mm. He's like, I mean, he's cool. I like him as a character. He's interesting to watch, but. Like, if I knew him in person, he's a bad dude because he's immediately trying to steal this dude's girl right in front of him. He tricks, like, dangerous animals Mm -hmm. into doing whatever he wants them to do, doesn't respect them or their space or boundaries or anything. And he takes them to this scary, like, mouse, mice doctor hospital. Wait a minute. I think you're just looking at it wrong. He, Do you think so? I think yeah, he's weird. because I feel like the, the doctors were totally would have taken care of him if he would have just chilled out and let him. They wanted there. to do surgery with a chainsaw. Yeah. I don't think I would be down oh, with that. I think they were, like, <laughs> trying to experiment on him. When he was trying to get away, like, a doctor can't, like, can be like, all right, fine, you don't want, right. like, your choice. Oh my God. But they're, I'm like, trying to wrong. get him back. They're crazy. I feel like Jack is in on it. He's like, mm-hmm. the hills have eyes. He's the one who lures him in with his sexy yeah. good looks. 
And that hairy chest <gasps> I'm pouting out. You guys are to- I would have been lured. Completely. Oh, no. <laughs> I would have totally been. I'd be like, you guys, the doctor's trying to help. Just relax. Clearly this mouse knows what she's it's doing. It's too bad McLeach is so close-minded when it comes to animals, because he would really get along with them. Absolutely. Which one? McLeach, the, the oh, guy. McLeach. Yeah. The poacher. Mm. The kidnapper. Mm-hmm. Um, His lair is pretty awesome, though. Can we agree on that, at least? And his Like, his bonfire crazy. is the mouth of a crocodile. Do you think that he sat there and glued, like, little rocks together to make the shape of the teeth? Yeah, probably. I'm sure. Maybe you didn't notice, but, like, it looked badass. Like, when they did the ba- out shot, like, the, the backup shot where you could see the whole room, it was pretty fucking All I could cool. think of was there's probably spiders everywhere. Oh, see, and all I could think of was he needs a shower. He looked oh, very dirty. I did He's not got no lady around to impress. He just has like a lizard dog. Joanna, he, Joanna, lick me clean, girl. He bathes in <laughs> children's tears. Ew, he probably does have Joanna lick him. And he probably does <laughs> bathe in children's tears, too. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, Joanna, go get the slot bucket of tears. <laughs> now, Joanna, tears. start to lick and Papa's getting dirty. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wait, let me do it again. Joanna. Bob was getting daddy. Get start licking. All right, there. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Worse. Cheers. You nailed that one. That was great. <laughs> I love I'll it. take a tongue bath. I like. Oh, okay. Anyways, I like the scene where Joanna steals all of his eggs. That's pretty great. That was so She's funny. She's not that yeah. much of an idiot. Burst. He's like, you think I'm dumb enough to let you steal my eggs, and then she steals all of them. All of them. He's stupid. But then he does come up with a brilliant plan right then. He's like, I'll let the little kid go and he'll lead me to the eggs. That was brilliant. That was, I was shocked. Because as a kid, I was like, what's he going to do? But the kid is stupid. How can you not see or hear that big fucking machine behind you? Like, McLeach was real smart for doing that. Like, he was smart for a moment because that was a smart plan. But then an idiot because immediately goes out in his huge loud truck and follows the little kid it's just like tom and huck i I wrote that down (laughs) they were following him on a river in the middle of nowhere all he had to do was look behind him and he would see them yeah they never did Mm. but like all they had to do is like literally turn his head over (laughs) and you'd see him and that's all the kid had to do was to turn around and make sure he wasn't being followed. But he's a kid. He's not even thinking about being followed. He's just like, oh my gosh. But you can bird. hear it even if you're not thinking right. about it. Yeah. The earth shakes. <laughs> coming after you. Like me, I guess I would have been like, oh my God, I'm going to go home and eat and then check on the bird. <laughs> like, oh, I right. would have gone home first. Right. He should check in with his mom. Also, you just got kidnapped. You should run right. home. Also, you look so, poor, so get those eggs. You can eat them and eat another day. Help your parents no, out. that's fucked up. Yeah. Like, you want to save those? You really don't want to eat them. No, if you got to go through that much trouble to go get those eggs, you're not going to want to eat them. True that. I don't know. They're pretty big. Hmm. Probably feed him and his mom. Dad's dead. We don't know what happened to their dad. It's weird how... We're assumed to be the Marahute's, like, baby daddy? Oh, Marahute's baby dad died, which, when he asked about it, like, oh, right, Cody did say his dad died. So he says, like... Do you, is there a dad for your kid? My dad died and, like, the bird looks sad. I'm like, is the bird just, like, doesn't know how to, like, be awkward and say, like, oh, no, we don't mate for life. We just do it and then, like, mm-hmm. be Because that's what birds do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's just me, single woman. Like, how do I explain this to a four-year-old? Well, could you okay. imagine it was a praying mantis? <laughs> they eat each other's Probably. heads. Ew. That's what I'm saying. Like a black widow, Stupid don't they eat bitches. the other one, too? 
Damn. Yeah, the black widow will kill the male. The praying mantis eats the head of the mate as they're banging. Yeah. So the last act of a male, a praying mantis, is getting laid. Not the worst thing in the world, but at the same time, I like to like have the aftermath where you be like, hey, guess what I did? Guess where I got this scar? Yeah. You can't have that with the praying mantis because the scar is the removal of your head. Yep, take that in, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know Charlie loves his animal porn. Uh, what the fuck is that even mean? <laughs> animal porn. That is such I a I watched thing. a documentary on Netflix about whales. My roommate comes in at this moment where they're talking about breeding, and there's nothing but whale dicks all over the screen. And she goes, what are you watching? And as a joke, I go, whale porn. <laughs> it takes one day for 15 people to go, why are you watching whale porn? I'm like, I told one person, you gossipy queen. Okay? Gossipy queen. <laughs> That's like a, that's another second Chandler friend reference. He was caught watching, he was caught watching porn, so he turns the channel to whales, and she thinks he's banging the whales, or like nice jerking at the whales. Don't you guys remember? Oh yeah, Monica's like, we can watch this while we bang if you want, and it's like <laughs> video footage of them, like yeah. Okay, back to the movie. I'm sorry. That wasn't me. So okay, Chris with sorry. the concrete eggs you were talking about. That was funny. That was. Joanna's trying to eat them, and I was fooled too. I was like, oh wow, I guess like. Those eggs are just, like, really strong, you know? I didn't know. <laughs> but how did Wilbur find the nest when they had to, like, go over there? Like, he just went there. Did you notice that? He could probably smell, see, and hear that big truck. <laughs> I guess that's possible. Right? I mean, right. oh, he followed the tracks. That's what he did. Oh, he did. Oh, did they oh, show yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Remember the warthog? Okay. He, like, kicked the shit out of that warthog. No, that, he was the that was Bernard. Wilbur's the bird. That's why the oh, bird... Oh, I apologize. He was yeah. released from the hospital and just knew to go to the nest of nowhere. Birds have interesting navigation. Okay. Very interesting navigation. <laughs> Is Mer- Merle from Walking Dead the voice of the poacher? You, you're talking to the wrong crowd here, Krista. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Damn it. I want to know. I was like, is that Daryl's brother? It sounded like it. It sounds exactly like it. I got real excited, and I'm annoyed at myself for how excited I was, because I can't wait for Walking Dead to come back. Anywho. Can we talk about how Bernard saves the day? We're so proud of Bernard for doing that. He got his chubby ass up on that thing, got the keys, outran an iguana that couldn't even outrun a kid, (laughs) that outran a kid, and then he gets stuck in a hole realizes that nobody else can do anything obviously so he runs back out saves the kid from being shot at with a fucking gun i'm sorry was that not real disturbing Uh that was hard like i don't remember being as anxiety driven when i watched it when i was a kid (laughs) yeah very dramatic well if you like looking down the scope i'm like oh my god he's gonna blow the kid's fucking brains out i don't remember this on disney even when he's not shooting he's shooting at the ropes technically Mm -hmm. but even worse, because the kid's getting dropped into a body of water filled with alligators. Right, and it's a crocodiles. shotgun, though. I don't crocodiles. know the difference. Shot, uh, crocodiles have longer noses and... Anyway. Um, <laughs> longer and slender noses. But um, a shotgun would have sprayed bullets everywhere. It wouldn't have just gotten the rope. It would have gotten his head, his neck, his upper chest. Well, technically, like earlier in the movie when they sh- uh, shot Frank... Right, you it did was a see. Shotgun. You right, you saw. So everything. like, you could, you can't see air. It could have like all hit above his head. I don't buy it. Your theory. You did, is but you did. He did shoot the rope because it lost a few threads. I know he shot it, but it also sprayed bullets everywhere. Not if he mm-hmm. shot high enough, and the powders only went so far. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Either way, it's fucked up, and they're torturing a kid in a kid's movie, which is a little weird. I'm all about <laughs> population control, though. I feel like but if this, there's one but this was a good out. kid, though. He is. He's, He's a good kid. To save endangered yeah. animals. He's gonna grow up and do big Let things. God sort it out. Uh-huh. No, he's doing big things with his life. And then he, Bernard. This is the G word. I know, but do you know what, though? A stingray brought this motherfucker down. Uh, is Steve Irwin? Okay, I think you're confusing people now. It's the kid. Steve Irwin is the little boy in the movie. Catch up, Lynn, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's so obvious. Oh, He's I'm blonde. So he lives in Australia and he talks to animals. <laughs> Who else do you know that fits that description? Well, I don't remember him getting killed with <laughs> a stingray in the end. Black. I guess he was young, so we to be continued. Right. He gets, oh, cool. Spoiler alert. I'm sorry, Urban Family. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're listening for sure. They're like, oh my god, this podcast again. <laughs> These fucking guys. Try not to be politically correct. So, Bernard murders somebody, but the kid still falls. Yeah into the water mm-hmm. he doesn't murder anybody because the, the shark the drop kills him he knows him. he's gonna die he could've lived Joanna lived oh yeah Remember? Joanna's smart she's not as dumb as we thought no it was real easy for her to get out like she didn't struggle at all she was like blonde like ditzy but not stupid yeah she's like legally blonde she did it I she can actually snatched. really she relate to, to Joanna her and I really can't. don't hair flip me <laughs> they can't see me. that. Don't tell on me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they goes over the cliff, and then you just see this huge cut scene of just mists and like whatever, whatever. And then they realize, oh, the kid's gonna go over the edge, and the eagle last second gets out of the cage, dives down, and saves the day. This to me yeah. reminded me of Lord of the Rings at the end of Return of the King when. Chris is back. Uh, <laughs> at the end of Lord of the Rings, when the eagles came and saved the day and swooped them out of a lake of lava. Different. That was great. The same. Oh, yeah. This is just moment. When they're having connected. their full house deep conversation. Mm-hmm. It's great. We are not doing full house. We've gone almost an entire episode <laughs> without mentioning full house or Jurassic Park. Oh, no, no, we did Jurassic. mention Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we almost had Full House. Mm. We almost. <laughs> Shout out to Full House, okay? Right? Okay. No. Um, I'm on Sam's side. Also, we didn't talk about the fact that um, Wilbur's role in all of this, well, they're like saving lives out there, but in the crock pit. Wilbur is at home in the nest, sitting on the eggs and keeping them warm, mm-hmm. and he's really not happy about it. And like, what's what's the deal with this? Why can't he take on it's a, a woman's, woman's role? It's a woman's job. That's asinine to make Why a man do so, it. Why is he so like opposed to it? It's what's boring. His fucking deal? Hello, he has ADD. I can relate to him. <laughs> he's like, oh my god, he's all alone with he's three like eggs that won't talk to him. There's nothing to do. He can't go anywhere. You have to stay there. He was there for some boring. sweet poontang. Remember, he's like, hey chicks, the chicks here. All right, hey, he was, he was he there, there to pick up some Sheila's. Yeah, he was not oh, uh, there to help out. He's an asshole, let's say it. Crikey. He was concerned when Bianca was captured, so he did kind of snap out of it for a minute, but then he was like, wait, there were some yellow egrets that wouldn't talk either. Mm-hmm. And I like a nice slow word. Uh-huh. And so when the, the Mara Hote 
goes and saves the little kid and the little mice, and they fly off, and I don't even remember where they, like, want to go first, but... Mm-hmm. He just says, let's go Not home. that, like, Mario Hute gets to, like... He's going to go where he fucking wants to go. He doesn't right. care where the kid wants where, to go. You don't know where you're going. So you're also in New Zealand. Up. I'm like, well, I mean, I have to be at school tomorrow. My mom thinks I'm dead with an alligator. Do you think we can fix that situation quick before right. we hop you know, over to New Zealand? And that's actually my beef with near the end is they don't show him going home. They don't show him going home, and I was pissed. They didn't show him going back and freeing the animals that he bonded with. They right. did never Frank, see them again. Frank, the koala, the kangaroo. They're just sitting like, in there I was that outback heat. Them. Oh they probably God. died. Frank! <gasps> they didn't get out. I think Frank got out. Frank got out for sure. Yeah, with the tail lock that he had. Yeah, but... He was already out. He never... Oh, yeah, he put himself back in. Put himself back in. He could get himself back out. But I think they took the keys with them so he couldn't get the other ones out. I would leave that fucking koala, that pessimistic son of a bitch. I like, liked he was Oscar. such a dick. <laughs> you know his name. Koala? <laughs> I don't know. said it was Oscar. I think, I think the no, I'm saying like the reference. Ken. Oscar the Grouch. I mean, oh, I gotcha. Yeah, his name wasn't actually Oscar. Although, I... if it was, I mean, hair flick. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> so, yeah, what did you. Lynn, tell us how you felt about this movie. How did you feel about it as a kid? And Compared what was it now. like watching it again? Well, as a kid, I loved the movie. And I found it very exciting. And I loved, like, the, I just remember it being pretty magical. I don't know if it was the bird. I don't know. I, I don't know. But as an adult, I look back like, you stupid. They're killing people and poaching. And <laughs> this is really dangerous stuff. Right? Yeah. Talk all about all dogs go to heaven. There's drugs, there's like smoking, drinking. I have seen drinking. it really as an adult. It's fucking cray cray. I have mm-hmm. to watch that one. Mm-hmm. Huh. But I, I love the movie. I always, I was excited to pick a movie that's like Australian based. I like Australia. Me too. A lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been watching a lot of Australian movies lately. Mm-hmm. I really want to nail that accent, you know? Now, in your best Australian accent, Sam, explain to us about the difference between you as a kid watching it and as an adult watching it. What did you like it then? I'm not ready to unleash my accent yet. What? It's still in progress. Fucking tease. Zaunanza. Zaunanda. We'll practice that. That's very cool. Thank very you. Good. Thank you. <laughs> very nice. Um, I won't. I really liked this movie as a kid because they're in Australia. It's just a bunch of animals talking and going on missions. And I was really into that. I loved Frank. I know. He's so funny. Yeah. Frank was tight. I wanted it's to see like, him with a, a chair, with a ladder and painting a house and getting Alice out of there. <laughs> that was Alice. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, here's the reference to the very beginning of the movie. Remember the first scene when we see the friendly kangaroo? She's blowing on the tree hunk. Like, <laughs> the tree hunk. It's a Mm-hmm. <laughs> so weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, so before you see the tree, my thought is, oh, that sounds like a didgeridoo. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that an Australian thing or an African thing? It is. Thing? Australian. So, as far as, I, I could be miseducated, but as far as I understand, women aren't allowed to <gasps> blow on didgeridoos. Oh. And in the beginning of the movie, as a female kangaroo. Women's rights. This is way ahead of its time. It's progressive, you know. Way ahead of its time. But still, even now in uh, 2015, women aren't supposed to blow on didgeridoos. Why? Because I... they were supposed to blow on dicks. <laughs> <laughs> that and. <laughs> I actually, I, I learned it on an episode, I think, of Ellen DeGeneres. Weird. Yeah. I never knew I, that. Now, I could be wrong on some of Do my facts. Do you know facts, why? But I believe females aren't supposed to. 
Weird. So What's that was reasoning? like totally wrong. I don't know if it's Sexism, luck or spiritual this or religious or I'm not sure. But they're like not supposed to. I mean, I don't know. I think that they, they did on the episode. I don't even remember, but. Interesting. I might now I'm gonna have to look it up and way to bring it back. That's be for interesting. Sure, but hmm. I had it in my notes, and then I have comfortable deaths Disney. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> one time I said uh, George sucks. It was uh, that was one of the only things that I wrote. I was like, oh, I wonder what George did to piss me off while I watched this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what it was about, but uh, George apparently sucks. That I character love you, George. has the same eye color as George. George sucks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember it. he said something like you're gay <laughs> I am so I get it but like, yeah, I mean thanks for the compliment you just keep showering me with them but yeah comfortable deaths I don't know if that meant like how many there was a lot of dying I don't know there the was end. yeah the McLeach died the boy was about we we're believed too and we also already the mom already thought that he died right so too. we had to deal with that theme already because we didn't see the mom's face mm-hmm but we know that she thought that he died. And also, does that mean that the rangers just gave up? I don't think so. <sighs> they gave up looking for him, but they might not have gave up looking for... And that's the only time we did see rangers. We did see rangers at the door. Mm-hmm. Rangers. Rangers. Now, Samantha, what else did you feel about this movie? We kind of cut you off with all this rubbish. <laughs> oh, that's good, Charlie. It was good. Good day. Cheers, Anya. Good day, mate. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Um... I don't remember what I was saying, but eh, it's a great movie. I liked the themes of environmentalism, and I was that little kid, like, gung-ho, like, save the animals all the time, and, like, just so appalled by the fact that a guy goes around and shoots animals, but he's a bad character in this father. movie, so it's just <laughs> like, yeah, I thought people that killed animals were evil. Mm. Like, you don't hear the other side of it in these movies. Mm-hmm. But then it's also the movie's a little sexist. What but... if you went to heaven and found out the vegetables were screaming as you bit down on them? Well, do you know that? Mm-hmm. Like That's the crunch. Right? That's a whole nother, like scientific debate. But there's been studies that have proven that like heads of cabbage know when another one from their same patch has been Stop cut. It. Mm-hmm. What? How would they Cabbage know Cabbage cries for each other? Yeah, they do. Oh, What a mm-hmm. kinship. I would cry for you if I had to trip you because a mountain lion was trying to chase us. See, no, because you actually... Didn't. I would cry for you. No, you wouldn't. I would totally, on the other side of a fence. <laughs> <laughs> but I would cry for you. I'd be like, I'm not Lynn, I'm not Lynn. You'd cry from laughing so hard that you'd trip me. I like, wouldn't laugh. I'd be like, this really happened. Now I have to lie and say I'm not Lynn. Nobody saw it. Nobody saw it. The lion won't talk. Right? What's a lion going to say besides burp? Okay. <laughs> well, I. how did you feel about this movie? Good on you. Uh, I loved it. Yeah. It was a quite good movie when I was a kid. I remember being very interested in it. I didn't really feel uh, the... the Anxiety that I did uh, watching it there today. I thought uh, it was uh, a little less anticipating. Now I watch it now and I think, good God, this kid could have had like lymphoma or something beyond the sun without all that sunscreen on that you should have out there. No, I can't believe you yeah. kept it going that long. That's good. That, yeah, that's yeah. great. Impressive. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Unedited. Thanks. But no, I, yeah, I agree. He should be wearing sunscreen. And he just left all day, and the mother's like, ah, right, I'll see you later, then, mate. He's like, all right, mate, I'll see you. Cheers at dinner. 
He's a little rebel. Down. He didn't eat breakfast, dinner. He lunch. never. He didn't eat that whole time. So you time. think he's gonna wear sunscreen? I wish I had his kind of stamina because <laughs> I tried to not eat for six days and I had like seven cupcakes on the third hour. <laughs> that happens to me too. That's just. It's just gross in LA because they're just delivered to your house and it's like, what am I gonna do? Give this to an orphan? No, I'm gonna eat a cupcake. <laughs> That person digging through the trash definitely shouldn't get their dirty hands on my cupcake. I'll just eat it for you. He had the wrapper. <laughs> You're such a giver. This is getting real. You're this is getting hard. <laughs> um, so I feel like that was a good movie, guys. What do you think? It was a good movie. Yeah, it was good. It's a good movie. I'm still super shocked that it was Disney Renaissance. Like, What did that mean, Renaissance? I don't even know. Is that like a certain collection of Disney? Well, mm-hmm. Lynn, take it away because it's your favorite subject. That's Sam. But she would take it away. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It started with The Little Mermaid, and Disney had a resurgence in popularity and box office hits with The Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, The Lion King, Pocahontas, and like slightly maybe Hercules, and that's pushing it, and Hunchback and Notre Dame. But they're like these epic movies that were like Disney was not doing as well. Huh. Not that they were doing bad, but they weren't as popular as they were like in the days of Cinderella and Snow White mm-hmm. and Sleeping Beauty. So this really brought them back. Now, The Rescuers Down Under came out right after The Little Mermaid, and it was not successful compared mm. to the other movies, and for sure. And that really surprised me when you said yeah. that. And say that again. That's like, what? But I it, thought like, it was just popular. I, I see it, though. When I watched it again, like it's not epic on a grand scale like Lion King is yeah. and Little Mermaid like even though yeah we're excited he saved Marahute in the beginning one why was Marahute like there that, <laughs> yeah. like that's his own damn fault he did something stupid things could have definitely been better explained yeah yeah and we were just like automatically expected to be attached to these characters and like just because this little kid's stupid and climbed a cliff doesn't mean like I really care about him yeah, they didn't build a relationship with them in the beginning, really. Right. I felt you did, because he's looking out for the animals, I felt I like. get it, and I, like, appreciate him for that, mm-hmm. but. But park rangers like, get paid to do it. that, you little shit. Move on. You're stealing <laughs> jobs from American people. And now you're getting kidnapped. <laughs> Australian, Australian people. Australian people. They'll come get and you. And he endangered his own life, because yeah. one, if that was an actual kid, he probably would have fallen off that cliff. Yeah. Yeah, but I climbed on shit. Trees. Cars. Up a straight 15 cliff. 15 feet, no room. Okay, okay. Well, do you know how boring it could live in the outback? Scale this apartment building then. Done. <laughs> okay. Just, <laughs> are you kidding me? The apartment building is three stories. I got this. <laughs> right. We're going to go outside and film that. Exactly. Challenge taken. Do Challenge it. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Bring it. We'll wait till tomorrow morning when we can see. And they're going to pay for lighting. Duh. What's the budget on this thing? Uh, we have a great budget. We're high profile. I don't know if you've heard, but six people listen. <laughs> well, I... And one of them is not my mother. <laughs> one of them. One of them Do you have me. five mothers, Charlie? I have several. It's just, I just, it's just it's like a hag. So you got to catch them all. <laughs> That's Pokemon. I do think like the coolest thing of the whole movie was the name Marahute. That was so cool and out of place, but so cool. Mm-hmm. I said I would name a dog at Marahute. Mm-hmm. I would name Marahute? Marahute. Mar- either way, it was Mar- cool. 
So, uh, yeah, the rescue's right. on there. Well, Lynn, thank you so much for joining us. It was so good we to are have so you. excited to have you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, as always, listeners, please give us reviews. Comment. Let us know in the comments how you felt about this movie and where you think it fits on the scale of Disney movies and not in terms of what how many Disney movies have came out beforehand. Yeah, because but... <laughs> apparently we lie to each other. I never purposely say a fact that's wrong you just <laughs> deliver them like it's like oh yeah it's the 28th i'm like no way well if the lion king was the 32nd okay we're not gonna sit so here and wait for charlie to figure it yeah. out thank you so much for listening please tune in next week i could have figured it out for the record for the record i could have figured it out thank Where's you for joining tape? us thank-, oh. <laughs> Done. thank you guys goodbye Thanks. charlie Mmm. <laughs> <laughs>